Hello, you are listening to KAOP, Seattle's hottest AM station. I'm Danny. I'm Daniel. And we're Accents on Purpose, a show that brings the stories of, D- of Seattle's DIY to AM radio. And our control booth right now is our engineer, Gary. Nope. And he's checking the meters. All right. We are pumping out 88 watts of the power, which means uh, our signal is going to reach as far as Port Angeles. Daniel, how are you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm pretty tired, Danny. Why are you so tired? Because I've been working 12-hour shifts all week. Because it's bicycle season. Ah, because you work at a bicycle I shop. Work, I, I work at a bicycle shop. Anything exciting happening at the bicycle shop? No, nothing to speak of. Just a lot of working. Well, great. Glad we had you on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you doing, Danny? You know, so there's this intersection by my house. The intersection of Broadway and Roy. And for weeks now, there's been these posters hanging up that are really making me laugh because they're for GoFundMe's that are obviously scams. <laughs> and there's one, there's one that says like, uh, GoFundMe, uh, help, help me with my college tuition. But there's no, like the, the picture on it is of the GoFundMe logo. And then it has like the little things you can tear at the bottom, which are just long GoFundMe web addresses. <laughs> well, and that's, it, that's the thing; it's just too hard to find stuff on the internet these days. Yeah, it, it's but yeah, for for for, for donating money. <laughs> and then I was, I saw this. I'm like, oh, that's a scam. And then Did you uh, check it out. Uh, I I actually I pulled one, but then I lost it because it was in my pocket because it's just a tiny piece of paper. And then a week later, there was one that says, uh, "Help." Uh, my cat was hit by a car and needs a, it needs an operation. That's heartbreaking. But it's in the same exact style, <laughs> except instead of the GoFundMe logo in the middle that was for the college tuition, there is an obvious Shutterstock photo of a cat, of a kitten. <laughs> it is just like this like perfectly shot picture of this cute kitten. And I just want to know what's next. What's going to be next? Honestly, if you're taking like making the effort... To do all that, put up the posters, sign them. You deserve to scam deserve, people out of money. You deserve. You can't make more than 10, 15 bucks on one of those, probably. <laughs> uh huh. But also, the thing with the GoFundMe is like, you have to reach a certain threshold before it. No, that's Kickstarter. Uh, GoFundMe, you get all of it. You get all, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Matter what. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, that's the place to go. Maybe I you got to hustle. Yeah, maybe I should start making some posters. Yeah. Well, I want to start making fake ones. That, it's a good that, idea. That, that like, just do ridiculous one after ridiculous one, and then finally do one like, none of my scams are working. Please just give me one. <laughs> they have to be monitored, right? I mean, there has to be some person that's like, okay, this is obviously a scam. And I don't know. I think there's got to be like, I think they're pretty. Like, there doesn't have to be anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there doesn't have to be anything. But I've seen people like, you know, put a. I think it can be for really for anything. I think people can, you know, put up GoFundMe's like I'm going through a hard time or just I like, can't pay rent. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I I want uh, to get my my t- license to do tattoos. People will do anything these days. You do, or you've seen that? I've seen that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I do not want to. Yeah, get my, well, you do, do I look like a guy that gives tattoos? No, that's why. No one, no one would get a tattoo from me. I wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't. Wait, uh, so, Danny, let's uh, let's introduce our guests. <laughs> this week, we are really lucky to have Seattle's hottest band. Uh, I hear they're really hot right now. Uh, right now, before, in the future, uh, uh, we have Feed in the studio, and I was wondering if uh, each member would say uh, who they are. 
and what they do. Wait, I thought this was Clarko. <laughs> well, we're we're, we're going to get to that. <laughs> uh, I'm Pat. I play drums and feed. Uh, I'm Chase. I play guitar and I sing and feed. My name is Matt Colheedy, and I play bass and uh, sing and feed. So, long-time listeners will recognize two of your voices, because Matt was on... Actually, for you, you two were on for different reasons or different episodes. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're on f- to talk about Help Yourself Records, exactly, which yes. is folded and doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's not true. And uh, <laughs> you came on to talk about uh, the Ubu, the Ubu Boys, yeah. the Ubu Roy, uh, which is still going strong. Yeah, <laughs> most successful band in the, in the world. Uh, that second demo was really good. I really liked it. But that's the past. Help Yourself did not fold. <laughs> <laughs> You know this this band you know sort of came out of uh, Ubu Roy, but I want to go I want to go back a little bit further. I want to talk about you two working at Light in the Attic Warehouse. Oh, Pat oh, and I. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I because uh, that's how you two met, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that's so how we met. so set set up the scene. What's it, what's it like being there, and uh, how do you two start hanging out? Well, we started hanging out like pretty much immediately. I had been working there for probably like. I don't know, three or four months when Pat got hired on seasonally. Mm-hmm. And I like how you throw that out there. Like, you were like a solid employee. <laughs> no, I was just a seasonal and, guy. And Pat yeah. seasonal. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want me full time. <laughs> so, wait, it, it, wait, is the season Christmas or is there a different record? I think season? it was a re- It was like winter, winter. I, if I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah. And but, I worked a little bit past Christmas, too. <laughs> so it was kind of a seasonal thing, but I worked a little bit further out than, than Christmas. So. But we were doing, like, the same job, basically. We were Wait, just packing records. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, can I, can I ask, if it's not too intrusive, how does someone who does seasonal work that's the end date is undefined, how do they let you know? Uh, he was like, hey, pick out any records. <laughs> Get your fucking ass out of here. I kind of knew when he told me, he was like, Oh, you can have like all of these Thin Lizzy records, and like, and I was like, okay, this is cool, this is great. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, and I got some beer too, and we're, I was like, oh, that was awesome. And he was like, yeah, so, um, well, we won't be needing your help anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he really buttered me up. We but, won't be uh, needing your help anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we um, I think it was probably like your first day or your second day working. Yeah. We were like smoking outside and just yeah. got to talking and realized that we lived a few blocks away from each other. Yeah, and so pretty, yeah exactly. And carpool. so we just started carpooling. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we became friends. Yeah. Did you listen to AM radio in the carpool? No. No. What would you listen to? I don't think we've listened. I think we just listened to like whatever was on the radio at the time, right? I don't or know. Or rock and roll, some kind Probably of. Probably some rock and roll. Yeah. Mm. Various forms. Yeah. Genres, I hear it's, it's, it's here to stay. I, I did. Su- I said that to you. I think you did. Yeah. There was some context where I, I remember talking to you when we were driving home, and it was one of the first times we were driving home uh, together, and we were talking about rock and roll and how, like, it's coming back around, man. It's going to come back around. All, <laughs> yeah. these, all these people, it's man. It's always coming back around. All these people, it? they <laughs> haven't heard the rock and roll yet, but when they hear it, uh, it's it's gonna blow their minds because yeah. rock and roll will never die. <laughs> yeah, it's here to stay. Yeah, is that a real conversation? You guys I I have a vague recollection of yeah. like backing into that conclusion that rock and roll will never die. Yeah, <laughs> in conversation with like one of my first long conversations with Pat. Yeah, just like God, I am 
And hey, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Chaz and Matt, how did you two meet? Uh, Matt and I met... Well, I mean, uh, met in college. We met in college, yeah. Before Fresh, college. Uh, oh. We met orientation for freshman year. Whoa. College. That's uh, a vulnerable time. Yeah. It's very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we lived together sophomore year in a house uh, with a bunch of other dudes. And we started playing, just wanted to start like a band, just started playing music between like uber roy and this band and then we did like space out for a little while just like uh just the two of us been playing music together for a while now and that's much as long as we've been in seattle yeah in some capacity uh pat do you remember the first time you heard a spaced out song so okay for our listeners spaced out was uber roy spaced out was basically after uber roy stopped being a band chase and i Wanted to keep making music together, but basically the Uber Roy record that we finished, that we released, basic as we broke up, took forever to record, and Spaced Out in a lot of ways was kind of a reaction to that, where me and Chase were like, let's just keep playing music, but not play any shows, and just try and write songs quickly, record them quickly, and then just put them up on Bandcamp, and just keep moving. Um, yeah, that's what it was. And and as soon as, or pretty soon after Uber Roy broke up, Chase and I started doing that. And then... Yeah, it was just kind of like a way to keep, to continue playing. To keep rocking? Yeah. Keep, keep rocking. Rockin'. Mm-hmm. But like also have like very, just like low stakes, you know? Yeah. Low stakes rocking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Pat, uh, do you remember the first time you heard a Spaced Out song? And if so, what did you think? Yeah, uh, I the first time I heard a Space Out song, I was in Jeffersonville, Indiana, because mm. my grandpa had just passed away. Actually, my grandma had just passed away, like, um, two months after my grandpa died, and so I was hanging out. It was pretty that's, sad. That's, yeah. But uh, but we were just... Uh, Can't make a joke about that. So let's just yeah. move on quickly. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Um, so, yeah, so my... my uh, it, was, it was just me and my family, and, uh, yeah, I was just... I guess I was just surfing the the web, and saw that Matt posted a, a tune. Um, I don't remember which one it was. I want to say it was like floating in space or something like that. That was a space top tune, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought it was super awesome. And I actually texted him shortly after I heard it and was like, "Hey, if you ever like are looking for drums, actual drums, because they had like a drum machine on that tune." And I was like, uh, "Down to jam anytime soon." And so the can, rest is history. <laughs> Rock and roll <laughs> never die. So can can I ask why you decided to form a band instead of just having Pat play drums for Spaced Out? If that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm trying to think. Yeah, of I don't know. I don't know. I think like we just you wanted to keep Spaced Out pure. We kind of like and not sullied with my. <laughs> <drum>. <laughs> Kind of You'd like, signed a contract with a drum machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, it's... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I think, like, we jammed with Pat, and we are like, this is super fun, and we kind of had thought, like, we're going to keep Spaced Out, like, its own thing and keep, like, recording, but just kind of jamming uh, together as a band was super fun, and Matt and I, you know, both played guitar in Ugu Roy, so having, like, you know, Matt decided to play bass, and I played guitar, so, like, having that sort of, like difference and everything and 
it was just something like new and kind of interesting. So yeah, three piece uh, rock band. Yeah, it just kind of like power trio, power trio, yeah. power trio, absolutely. Yeah, I think like when we we jammed a couple times, and the first like idea of like this can be a band was like speak like to bring it full circle to Light in the Attic real quick. Oh yeah, I was listening to that. I think Light in the Attic reissued that like third power record mm-hmm. and it's like a three piece band and uh, I was listening to that a lot at the time when we first started jamming and I kind of got the idea of like just like the you know doing like a three piece rock band that, that format but like making it like a little bit weirder and kind of like pushing it a little bit and uh, it kind of seemed like that was kind of like a possibility like with Pat and kind of also seemed like Spaced Out could be like its own thing, just continue like recording and putting out songs kind yeah. of along the side. How do you record yeah. your songs? Which ones? The Spaced Out songs? Mm-hmm. Well, all your songs. Uh, for the longest time, we were using this Tascam 488 8-track cassette Ooh. recorder. Would you say that was like a fourth member of the band? Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the way it contributes to I would say sounds. Seattle is like... The fifth oh. member of the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. Um, no, but I, I would love to see someone in seriousness say that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, the, it's the like, city they live in is the the. It's the like when, yeah, when yeah, filmmakers yeah. talk about how like oh well New York is just, the yeah. main yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like the twelfth man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the twelfth man. The is, fifth, it's the fifth man. <laughs> uh, you know, I would love to see a dad rock band where like of, of actual dads, and it's like the twelfth man is kind of like our fifth member. Like, <laughs> like, like, like really, really <laughs> esoteric. <laughs> Uh, but we, yeah, we, we we never play when there's a Seahawks game. It's the first rule of the band. It'd be cool if there was like preseason. That's fine, but yeah. if there was like uh, like an eleven member uh, like you know like funk band or something. Uh, Scott uh, band, and then they were like, the twelfth band member. Yeah, is a, the same a thing hawk. as the twelfth. Oh, an yeah. actual yeah. hawk. They bring a Seahawk on. They can bring an actual <laughs> Seahawk <laughs> on stage. <laughs> this is this our and it's Mike and. <laughs> It's a lot of members, though. You get down to like finger symbols or something. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. There's no shortage of auxiliary yeah. percussion yeah. that you can uh, in a assign to people. <laughs> what was your first show? Ever? Yeah. Um, playing, not going to. Oh, playing. <laughs> I mean, My first show was a seventh grade talent show. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I meant the group, but let, let, let's, let's go with this. No, this is good. Yeah, this is good. I want to know about this, too. Hey. What what, what was your talent? Was it guitar playing? I played bass. It was my high school uh, pop-punk band, Stop the Malarkey, but it was before we we had one original song, but our first, (laughs) the the first song. Oh, no, we didn't have any original songs. We played (laughs) an instrumental cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, And I had, like, this little combo like twelve one twelve inch speaker combo yeah. bass amp, and that was my friend's that I borrowed that I used for band practice, and I timed on the like when the like distorted yeah. guitar ca- iconic yeah I jumped off the bass uh, got it and like landed <laughs> fucking nailed it yeah yeah it was tight. And then you broke your ankle. And then I started. No, it, it well, was great. What, what, what was the post-show reaction from your classmates? 
Uh, I don't think classmates cared, but our parents were super into it. <laughs> 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 our parents were very proud. Very, 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 very proud. Uh, well, you know what? He's opened this can of worms. The, the other, <laughs> you, you two have to say what your first show I'm was. I'm sorry. I think the first time I played guitar in front of people was also like the fifth or sixth grade talent show. And I think I just like sat on my amp and played guitar. Just like... Just whatever. Whoa. Yeah, whatever. I, did you win? Because that sounds amazing. No, there wasn't a competition. I do remember though that like there was... I was in fifth grade and there was a sixth grade band playing and one of them like oh, the one of them uh, and they were yeah, yeah the sixth tough. grade band was playing and they were covering all the small things by Blink Ooh, yeah. Ooh. So I'm like, sure that that swept the crowd stiff competition. <laughs> and uh, I remember uh, one of them like tuned my guitar to drop D so like my guitar was out of tune wait they sabotaged you? I don't know if they sabotaged me or Someone tuned the, my guitar to drop. You got pranked by Phil Blink-182. That's, yeah. And uh, my guitar crap. was out of tune, and I was really upset. And uh, everyone wanted to know what I was so upset about, because nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just up there soloing. No, so. I mean, like, I had, like, a song. It was, like, a little, like, you know, like, power chord, like, dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, you know. Were you wearing a tuxedo at the time? No. Oh. No. I had also been playing guitar for, like, I think like four months at that time. <laughs> like 10 or 11 years old. You had, the, you had the Mel Bay guide. The what? What were those guitar... Do you know what I'm talking about? The BC Rich? Mel Bay no. is a name. I don't know where I know that name from. <laughs> I thought Mel Bay was like a series of guitar instructional books. Could it might be. Wrong. That might be. My guitar teacher at the time was named Nick Nickel. <laughs> Yeah. He was the brother of uh, Dick Dickle <laughs> and Mitch Mitchell. Yeah, Mitch Mitchell. Yeah. No, he was actually the brother of Mick G, who was the Hollywood producer who produced the Charlie's Angels. Oh, movies. yeah. Yeah. Think, think about that. So, podcasters. Uh, so, <laughs> you got a joke about that? So, so that means you're like only like two steps away from uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. yeah, like three. Yeah, three steps. Yeah. What are the What are the odds of her Two. being in a feed video? <laughs> I think if I brought this up, you were pretty high. <laughs> we just haven't asked. Yeah, just kind of like you know, waiting for the right song, the right video. You know? Yeah. Wait, I want to hear Pat's first show. My first played. show. My first show was with my uh, my band uh, Jab. J-A-B, which stood for Just Add Beer. And it was... Oh, my God. No, okay, okay. It was... No, it's okay. I don't know if you're trying to say it's going to get better or worse. <laughs> so it's it's a two-piece metal band. Uh, better. I had a China crash. So better. Better. <laughs> we played in front of, like, four people at a house show, and two of them were, like, this couple that was just making out on the couch <laughs> in front of us the entire time. <laughs> we played, like, three songs, and we opened for this band called The Gargamels. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, the Smurfs. <laughs> I wish that was the full name of the band. <laughs> the Gargamels, parentheses, like the Smurfs. Yeah, like the Smurfs. Yeah, they, they wanted to make sure everyone knew. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. pretty wild. That was it. Yeah. Just add beer? Just add beer. How old were you? Um, like way too young to be called that. Into beer? Into beer. I think it was like 16, 17. Actually, the older you get, the worse it is to have that be your name. So you were actually at the perfectly right age for that. 
It's actually yeah. a very sick yeah. thing to call it's your actually band. Like a really proper name for yeah. like a like a 40, 50 year old, you know, dad like, rock. Yeah, dad rock band. Exactly. Mm. A rigs of dad band. Rigs of dad band. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, h- honey, you're, you're planning your uh, graduation party. Just remember me and the boys. <laughs> we, we could entertain your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Just add beer. We'd love to play. Yeah. That's so funny. We won't charge you too much. Here, here, here. Dude, that's yeah, hilarious. Dude. When was the first feed show? What was the first feed show? First feed show was at Hollow Earth Radio. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Was it with tissue? It yeah, yeah it, was, it, was it was with tissue. tissue. I remember. I uh, I had the third band. I had the flu. I remember. I was working. You I was. Needed pl- a I was. I was planting. Oh, was that really? No, I needed a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. No, I remember. I really wanted to do that show, and uh, I was sick. Yeah. Somebody else. Who was the third band on that show? Were there three bands? There was. I can't think of it. Wow. Yeah, we're pretty suffering. If, yeah, uh, <laughs> if you were at that show, please email Accents on Purpose at Accents on Purpose yeah. Podcast at yeah. gmail.com and uh, we'll send you a t shirt. Yeah. yeah. And let Let's us know how, how big of jerks we are for not remembering. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, real quick. Uh, can each of you say where you were when Tom Petty died? Oof. I was at work. I was at work. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook uh, messaging. Yeah, I think them. Them. <laughs> I, literally, I think we like messaged each I, other the day we found I out. I found out from you. Yeah. yeah, I was at work, and then, uh, yeah, uh, as soon as I found out, I just threw my greatest hits and cranked it as loud as I could. I, I was working at Glows at the time, and then uh, it got really somber in the room. Everybody yeah. everybody actually that was eating was, was like, oh, like the, I guess yeah. they were all kind of checking their phones and yeah. sort of all figured it out at the same time. It was, it was sad. It was super sad. And they had like the dozen egg omelet up there or something. That's, that's best. No, oh, I'm getting confused. Yeah. And you're actually embar- you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> it's also fucked up, like just like the way that news was spread because yeah. it was like he died, but no, he oh no, no, he didn't die. He just like is in you know he's critical a, so, condition. Yeah, no, he's dead. Now he's not, dead. now he's, a, he's dead. Yes. Yeah. So I was actually on a plane at the time, and I my, my phone was on airplane mode. I don't know if your phones have this. It's really convenient. Mm-hmm. And I, I took it off airplane mode, and I got a bunch of texts about like di- different things. But I got one text that said, Tom Petty died. And then another text that said, Tom Petty died. And then another text from the original person that says, oh, wait, I think he's still alive. It might be a fake yeah. story. And I was like, you know what? And I put it back on airplane mode. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this right now. Yeah, this, I'll deal with this in a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like all news now, where you get like at by the second updates, uh-huh. or you can if you want. Yeah. Well, it's also it's funny like, with news you now. You just have to wait, or you would be better off just waiting until the whole story comes out. Right, right. Uh, that's why I enjoy reading the newspaper. That's why I get Ooh, the most smart. of my news. Um, yeah. That's good. Drinking coffee at Joe Bar reading the newspaper because you get all at once. It's done, and you don't get bad jokes. I should try that. I'm gonna buy each of you a subscription to the newspaper of your choice. Wow, really? That's no, that's not happening at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's gonna stack up outside your front of your place, like, yeah, like a, the like frat a, houses. Like the frat houses. Last time yeah. I walked down Frat House Row over in the U District, there's like six rotten newspapers in the front yard of every frat house. Really? Yeah. Like six stacks? Well, at least six. Okay, we're talking like a minimum of six. Yeah. 
So my theory is that those guys go to college and their dad is like, son, you need to, you need to read the Financial Times every day. Mm-hmm. If you're going to business school, you need, to, you need to know. And so they buy their sons a subscription. And the kid doesn't fucking care. And yeah. so they just stack up. They just get delivered and stack up. Right. It's, it's a sad fate for a newspaper. I get an to idea. rot away in that Use bag, never open. To build a frat house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Go. A house. And then since it's made out of paper, burn it down. This frat house is fucking suck. Exactly. One time when we were in school, our friend who will remain unnamed uh, pooped on the sidewalk and picked it up with a newspaper and flung it over a fence into a frat pool that people were in. Well, there people were in it? People were yeah. currently in it. Yeah. If you were in that pool, please email Access on Purpose at Access on Purpose yeah, pretty podcast up. at gmail.com. I don't know. It was pretty fucked up, but we also like talked about it fondly for a while. I don't know if this is fondly. Now that I tell the it story. like guilt. I, a little bit because it's like. I think it happened like maybe sophomore or junior year of college. Yeah. We talked about it for like. It was a topic of conversation for a couple of years there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it sticks with you, that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, probably shouldn't have done it. Do you guys, do you guys consider yourself... <laughs> I didn't do it. Do you guys consider yourself artists? What? Do you consider yourself artists? <laughs> no. I only ask this because you had a song debut on City Arts. Oh. Mm. Well, in that case, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean... Not really. I don't consider myself an artist, I don't think. Yeah. How'd that come about? The City Arts thing? Yeah. I emailed Jonathan Zwickle and he liked the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, like <laughs> was, was that the first person you emailed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's literally that easy. <laughs> well, no, it's not. Like begging well, it's not that easy. But no, it, no, it's not because I know, I mean, I... He, a listen, joke, a lot, yeah, a lot of people come in here and... By here, I mean the record store to put music on consignment, and they are not happy with where their careers are at. Yeah, I mean, like it's a real thing that local music coverage is kind of in the shitter, not, not where it should be amongst good. local outlets. Because the Seattle Weekly turned into a trading time. Yeah, that's such a bummer. Seattle Weekly, especially in like the last year before. It, went to shit, like, it was doing cool stuff. It like when great, Sam yeah, was. Bavarnik was writing, yeah. for, he was doing really great stuff for S- them. Sam was doing great stuff, Kelton was doing great stuff. Yeah, Kelton was Kelton doing really good stuff. They had all the, they had the comics section in mm-hmm. it, which, like, I know a lot of people specifically picked up the weekly to read the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now now it's it's really weird. Yeah. No, and there's, like, it looks like the USA Today. It's, I don't know. What are you it's say? kind of a bummer. I just feel like more local outlets should focus on local music. Hey, I, you know what? It's a- AM like radio's a crazy thing. AM radio's doing their thing. <laughs> but I mean, also, we'll always have the airwaves. I guess people have to make money and stuff, and people don't. It's pretty niche, a lot of the times. But also, I don't know. Whatever. It sucks. Why did you decide to to <laughs> release a single on City Arts? Because uh, you already had the tape out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put that tape out, and we had kind of had that song floating around for a while there. 
And in the meantime, we are kind of had started and are currently like working on another full length thing. And the sort of direction of those songs wasn't kind of like matching this sort of like one song that we had. Yeah, it was kind of just a sort of thumb that kind of stuck out, but it was good. So we just like yeah, we, we like, needed like, to do we, something with it. We liked the song. The good sore thumb. That sounds like a children's book. The good sore thumb. <laughs> the good sore thumb. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that kind of coincided with like Matt and I bought a uh, Tascam 388. So we'd be using the 488, which is the eight track on a cassette tape. Yeah. And the 388 is essentially the same thing. It's an eight track, but it does. Is a quarter inch tape? Yeah, yeah. quarter inch. Yeah, so it's like a reel of tape, and it's like this whole like kind of self-contained like little portable like reel-to-reel studio thing, and so we kind of tried to think of, of a way that we could use that and sort of like test out to make sure that it works and that we could like actually use it long term and like start a project and and finish it. Yeah, and we had this song, so we're like, let's just like record the song on the on the 388 and see if we can like put it all together on there and uh it just turned out cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah did you get a city arts bump i don't know i don't i don't know i don't think so <laughs> i don't also don't know how to like track that really because it's not like we you know it was a single that we released from an album and there were pre-orders up or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. uh but yeah, I think it was cool. I mean, it was cool that that they were down to do it, and people yeah. seem to like the song. People, people seem to like the song. Yeah. Have you played outside of Seattle? No. No. Mm-mm. Why We're not? About to. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, yeah. is that the festival? The yeah, the Volume, volume Fest. Festival. Are you playing anywhere in between? No. You're just gonna drive out to Spokane, play, yeah. and then drive back. <laughs> We're playing with Clarko also. Yeah, we got yeah. a hotel room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, is it the yeah. red line? They, they, they. I, I haven't been, but a bunch of like the nail polish folks and a uh, bunch of other people have done that before, and they said it's really fun and they treat you really well and put you up in a hotel and stuff. Yeah. So sounds fun. Uh, if uh, listeners want to know more about that, listen to either the Miscomings or Dream Decay episodes uh, yeah. in this podcast because both of them go into detail about an incident. That happened. Oh, oh yeah. Wasn't there well, like a, uh, a burrito story? But are you, do you want a tour? Or do you not want a tour? Or you just don't have time? You don't care? Uh, I want to go on tour. <laughs> the, <laughs> drum, the, drum, the drum machine still has a contract with you? <laughs> you can't, uh, you yeah, can't tour good. without the drum machine? I mean, Pat plays in a couple other bands that are like fairly active. And... Well, yeah, aren't you out of town every week? Every weekend? Uh, I'm playing every weekend. I don't know if I'm, if I'm out of town every weekend, but I, the, some of my bands are still like touring and stuff like that. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm totally down to to do it. Um, it's just more about having something that we could actually tour on that would make sense to do. Yeah, I yeah. think like I don't know, not to speak for both of you guys, but like with Uber Roy, we did a couple tours that were super fun. Um, but you know. We're like definitely like us being like, okay, we're going on a tour instead of like feeling like any sort of draw or anything yeah. like that. Uh, it was a road trip with some shows. Right. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. And like that's super fun and that's super cool. But like the reality is, is like we all have like nine to fives and like, you know, we're busy and 
But I feel like if the right opportunity presented itself, exactly. we could totally yeah. do it. But it's just, we're just kind of... But, like, not going to take time out just to, like, go play, you know, five or six whatever shows up and down the coast. Come back broke. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Also, so. my girlfriend moved away. Whoa. She lives in L.A., and so... My vacation days are very precious now. <laughs> so you guys are going to do an L.A. tour. Yeah. 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 An L.A. Yeah. tour with a John out to Joshua Tree. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be playing Spokane, then we're going to go all the way to... <laughs> yeah, Spokane. Just a nice little triangle. <laughs> West Coast Triangle. Yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, yeah I, I think like we all want a tour, but we all just want to do it like when it makes sense. We want to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Which I feel like goes against like the... You gotta oh, you pay gotta... your dues ethos or whatever, yeah. but it's also. But I mean, aren't, okay. aren't you? Aren't you? Like, doesn't like dues carry over from previous bands? I don't know. I, I think, think so. I like to think so. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it'd be it'd be weird if like you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think dues carry over from previous bands. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like dues from who though? Like who's your dues? I mean, so if Grant Hart uh, formed a new band right now, yeah. Um, yeah. he'd have to pay his dues. Oh, no, he dead. uh, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Bob Mold. He paid his dues. Moldy Bob. If Moldy Bob started a new band, would he have to repay those dues, or does his dues carry over? I think, I mean, Can I take obviously he doesn't dues? need to pay his dues, but it is a more interesting question when thinking about, like, local bands, or, you know, bands that haven't... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all also, that shit like, is yeah, small scale. Honestly, like, I think... He, he's paid his dues, but, like, doesn't mean his new band is, like, gonna be good. Like I never said... I never said that. Well, no, you yeah. might go see it, based yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably on the dues you already paid. <laughs> well, no, I will not go sure. to see a band based on their dues paid. Oh, I don't you know if I believe you. You go see band, bands that you're into. Yeah. I um, I go to see bands that I'm into, or if it's just like a fun, if it seems like it's fun. Yeah. I will, but, I, I have gone to shows where I don't necessarily enjoy the music being played, but either the people in the bands are really nice. Yeah. Or someone wanted to go to the show and they're having a good time. Yeah. The, the, I mean, there, there are times where I've gone to a show by myself because I just love the music so much mm. and I don't care. And I even don't want to involve other people because then I feel like I'll miss it or like, let's get food first. Or like, you know, yeah. I'm just like, I was like, nope, you know what? I just, I'm just going to plan this. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Gary had a heart attack in the, <laughs> in the, in the control room. Uh, and so like sometimes I was like, I'm just going to go to this show and I'm not going to involve anyone else because it's like... I just I just want to see the music, but then other times it's like I could give two shits about the music and it's about you know the social aspect. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. A friend of mine once coined uh, like the 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 acronym the 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 GGBB, which is good guys bad band, which it's like you know, <laughs> guy. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's like people that you know somewhere and they're on they're, they're on tour and like you're excited about them coming to town. Not their band sucks, but yeah. they're awesome, and seeing them on stage is fun. Yeah. yeah, and so you go to the show and you're happy and you have a good yeah. time, and it doesn't matter right. that like right. their band yeah, yeah, sucks. Yeah. But you've never been in a situation where you've been like, you know what, I don't, I don't like these, I don't like these guys, I don't really like this band, but you know what, they paid their dues, so I'm gonna. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you'd be out every night. They've been doing it 
for a while. God, you'd, you'd have a season's pass to the high line. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, you could just... <laughs> That's true. So harsh. A season's pass for the high line. I don't think you can sell that. The hard sell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think all that... It's, it's like a thing you put on your, you know, the zipper of your winter jacket, it's right? A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It definitely has a pentagram on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to. Yeah. Well, very spidery font. <laughs> Quick question. Have you headlined a show yet? I don't know. Because you know what? I still haven't seen you. I've gone to... Many of your shows, but I, I always feel like miss I've seen you oh, at yeah. our shows. No, I go to your shows, but I totally always did, miss yeah. because I have to close the store and I don't get right, down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the only time I've seen the three of you on stage playing together was playing Tom Petty songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I oh, saw yeah. that. That's the only time I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was super fun. Yeah. That was like really fun. Yeah. It was yeah. Especially because Mike, it was a solid performance. Thank you to that. Thanks. Yeah. Especially because Mike from Highways played harmonica on that one song, and he never and we didn't practice, practice with him at all. And that was the first time I ever met Mike. Yeah, he and, just walked uh, up and crushed he just it. showed up and was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm gonna like play harmonica on this song," and uh, like, "Good to meet you guys." And he was just this cool dude. Wait, so you just see your name on a flyer? No, he plays in Highways. He plays in Highways. You boys need a harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's the only thing that could have made it. <laughs> <laughs> it's him walking down the street <laughs> and he's like, I bet these boys are going to have harmonica. Everybody folds it up with his pocket. Well, I remember talking to Matt, like, you know, like, I hope this is cool. Like, I think this will be cool. And, uh, you know, he just came up on stage. We played Mary Jane's Last Dance. And he just, you know, ripped it. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it was super and cool. Though. It was like so cool to play and also hear like hear him do it for the first time. Yeah, it was just it was tight. It was rad. Very fun. Uh, that was good. That was good. That was, a, that was an interesting choice of a song to do because of, it's like a mid tempo kind of like mm-hmm. you you nailed it. But it was uh, it was good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. That one's like a a jammer. So that one was because we we played the hit. You know. Yeah. Or one of the many hits. But we played, we played American Girl, which yeah. is like anybody in the world would know that song. Yeah, yeah. So we played we played Refugee, right? Yeah. 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 Another. Aren't they all hits? God yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, so I, re- I remember when you started playing yeah. American <laughs> Girl. That's crazy. I was like, oh, this is great because Matt's gonna be able to be like. Dude. Make it last all night. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you had the biggest smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. Like Nils and Mike, who both play in Highways with Pat, uh, just like back us up. Wait a minute. So, we, were you gonna do Mary Jane's Last Dance even if you didn't have a harmonica player? Yeah. I think yeah. Did you have like yeah. a plan B? I think, no, we were going to do it with for, that. For a hot second, I was going to like... Colin from Haunted Horses would come on with a keyboard and like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this is the guy they're oh, looking for. Right? <laughs> I think for a hot minute, I was going to like try to learn how to do it and like oh. get like a thing and like just do it. Did the, I, the wire coat hanger? I tried to do it for like... I tried it for like an hour and it was really hard. Harmonica's hard. Yeah, you gotta like, lick it and stuff. Like in and Need out. like breath in control. Out, in and out thing. Yeah. yeah. I walk yeah. down the street and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, a great like 
Mr. Show skit would be the asthmatic harmonica player. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, give me a second. And like, I was like, it's the inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should uh, come check some. I, I try. I, try. Yeah. I really try. No, I no and then uh, this, this Saturday, um, I have to work because Justin's playing the show. Right. Do you ever wonder if like the trends, if there are certain trends that are more happening in Seattle than elsewhere? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. I think for sure. Because I realized in talking to people that I know that live in other cities and like describing like some of the bands I like here, <laughs> I realized that like I reused a lot of influences. Yeah. Or like... <laughs> and so then I wonder, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So is that like, is that happening everywhere? Or is there like certain things in Seattle that are like very, very Seattle? It's I, hard to try to figure out. I think... There's, like, Seattle has a post-punk thing. Yeah. I yeah think other, other cities have post-punk bands, but I feel like there's a very, like... Specific, specific type, yeah. type of, of post-punk-influenced band that there's a lot of them in Seattle. And I also feel, I feel like I use the, you know, I say influenced by Sonic Youth. Yeah. For a lot of Seattle bands. Yeah, totally. Which, I mean, you know... But, I mean, how much of that is... Everywhere, right? Not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I I I honestly think it's a very regional thing. I don't know. I don't know what. Which which is funny because Sonic Youth is from New York City. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Totally. I was thinking about like, was it just like a few years ago? A few people were really influenced by Sonic Youth, and then other people like took like. Does it like? Is it actually a band influenced by Sonic Youth, or is it actually? a band influenced by Sonic Youth and another band from Seattle. Do you know what you do? Yeah, you know you know what I'm saying? It's I like, think it takes yeah. like one band a in a city that's like pretty popular yeah. to kind of like start the the genre trend a little yeah. bit. Um, which I mean if you go up the pyramid enough most bands are probably influenced by a handful of the exact well, same bands. So, so, you know? I, but I, so I, I, I have this theory that there's like a dual pyramid Ooh. and there's the actual like, you know... <laughs> dual pyramid. <laughs> Wait, just listen. Do it's they like, overlap? No, no, they do. So, no, no, it's coming from like, okay, uh, we really like the cramps mm-hmm. and we're influenced by the cramps. But also, there's a band from like four years ago that I used to see all the time that they were influenced by the Cramps, and we're kind of like influenced by them too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, and yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's, so it's that. It's like you know, it's this the, reminds I, I, me I, of this band I heard of called Clarko. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that when when somebody named Clark first told me about this band, he had named Clarko. He was like, it's a Devo band. <laughs> Well, you know what? We have a member of Clarko in the studio. Yeah, would you say it's Clark? a Clarko band? We're all members of Clarko. You, you've all played in Clarko? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just you. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we, we were his backing band for the last show. For the show. Right. Okay, no, what's funny about that is that, so I put out an issue of, the, of my fanzine where I just did some Seattle gossip, and wow. I said, every time I fucking see Clarko, 
there's a replacement member. And I said, Clarko's playing at Hollow Earth Radio. I guarantee there will be at least one replacement member. But then that was actually the all replacement members. Well, Anthony, the keyboard player, was... Oh, also. okay. Anthony, yeah. it should be Clark Anthony and Clarko. Yeah. Okay. Clark Anthony. Clark Anthony. Clark Anthony. I think Clarko. it was booked as Clarko... And in the small letters, like with Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was Clarko and feed or featuring feed parentheses and Anthony. <laughs> He's insisting on that. Yeah, he only plays the shows if he gets proper billing. Yeah, smart. So I just want to. So is like is like what was initially Clarko? Are they are those people even still like? Oh yeah, I'm wait, still wait, in the band. Well, the thing with Clarko is, the um, Clarko is just Clark. The first time I saw Clarko, Cody from the Clams was yeah. playing guitar. I saw that, and yep. He doesn't live here anymore. Okay. Who he had, else? He had was Joe there? on the drums. Joseph was playing Joe. drums. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. Um, and then Clark, and then Anthony. Anthony yeah. Yeah. Four piece. Yeah. But now he's got feet. And Justin, <laughs> Justin played drums for him. For, for another. Show. I didn't see that show. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's super different. It's you know, it's just like him just being like, play like this. Yeah, and you don't you don't really have to think. When they're good, they're really really good. And that time they played the Black Lodge, there's like just a, tons of kids. That time all the teenagers were there. It was yeah. so much fun. Jesus, he he had <laughs> gone to a show at the Vera Project and flyered like he gave every person a flyer, and then they all went to the Black Lodge. And they all lost their shit. It was awesome. That's awesome. It was it was oh, such a cool. great show. Like, yeah, that's super cool. Every everyone was dancing. Who was in the band for that show? That was the, the yeah, yeah. That was that OG lineup. No, Cody wasn't playing Cody guitar. Wasn't playing guitar because who the was per- guitar? I, I, oh, we know who was playing the, the guitar? blonde guy with a ponytail. Oh. Edit it out. Edit it out. Ryan. Ryan. Yes, it was Ryan. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Serious question. Let's say. Okay, your your special lady friend has moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Let's say she sells the rights to feed to Universal Studios. Who is going to play each of you in the movie? Oh, good question. Mm-hmm. It has to be a contemporary actor. You can't say like you know, you know Rudolph Valentino. I don't know who that is. Yeah, no, literally <laughs> zero chance. I would. Say. <laughs> Matt would probably be. Holly Shore. Oh, oh my! So they're what? These what? Like fifty eight now? Uh huh. Shore in his prime. No, you can't do that. It has to be no. It has to be people now. You can't do that. Holly Shore now. <laughs> and then I crossed a bear. Oh, who's who's the kid who uh, who who was in Dunkirk and also in uh, the How to Kill a Sacred Deer? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Young kid. Yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, but I know who you're talking I think about. That's Matt. Thanks, dude. Oh, that's Everyone. a good. Yeah, that's right. good. Uh, he could do it. Yeah, he'd do like an American which accent. One in Dunkirk? I haven't seen how they do it. Can I Google? <laughs> you can Google. <laughs> yeah, no, no. My phone a friend. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. We don't have Wi Fi at the studio. The kids in the boat? Pat was in a uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah. Well, which one? Uh, I was in Inherent Vice. What part? I was just uh, an extra. Um, but okay, well, but, what part? But, you know the, the, the scene with the. Um, it's like the Last Supper scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I love kid. that scene. Like, that's when like he's We're like walking. Yeah. Dude. Pizza. Dude. Oh. Dude. We dude. had to shoot that so many fucking. Oh yeah. Story. Tell the fucking Tell your Owen Wilson story, dude. Are you talking about the Owen Wilson story or the? Uh... Okay. So okay. So. 
Uh, okay, well, this is just a PC Anderson podcast right now, so let's, yeah, go, let's do this. Like, Wait, I want to pull up the picture to, to like, show you. You might have to like re-edit this and put this at the very top of the show. This no, is this is for fan. This is for real fans <laughs> only. Oh, this is bonus very, features. Very, no, no, no. But like, it's, it's Barry Kogan is the, the kid's name. Who's who played? Well, yeah, should show them. Yeah, oh. here, I'll show you. <laughs> That's just a picture of him eating spaghetti. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but anyways, so um, yeah. <laughs> brutal movie. Anyways, okay, so hanging out uh, in Los Angeles, uh, City of Angels. City of I've Angels. Um, hanging out the movie set. We're inside this old LA Hollywood um, house. Wait, okay, shooting, everyone's gonna open up their snacks. Shooting this this scene. Um, wait, wait, start over. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. In L.A., shooting the scene, old Hollywood house, uh, hanging out with its rose windows and the growlers. Oh. And a couple of members from, I want to say, it was, it was some sub-pop band. Anyways, uh, so we're all together dressed in 70s garb, because that's what they kind of dressed us in. Yeah. And we got asked to be in this movie because we played some like psychedelic festival and uh, some woman saw us and took our pictures, our headshots, and said that we have this look about us that we would be perfect for this movie. Anyways, um, so flash forward to us actually in the house. Owen Wilson walks in behind me while I'm sitting at the table that we're shooting at. And he goes, where do I go? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson is, oh, just come over here, come over here. And they, uh, they kind of shuffle to, like, the, the, the stairway, and we can all kind of get up and walk around. So I was kind of walking around and just kind of – I just wanted to get closer to, like, what they were saying. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I, I get a little bit closer, and uh, I can hear him telling him how to how this, the, whole, the whole scene's going to go and what, what's going to happen. And he goes, okay, so you're uh, – so what happens is you're, you're just – you're, you're going to walk down these stairs, and then you're going to walk around this table – and uh, and you're gonna try to uh, reach for a pizza, but the the whole time you're, you're walking through this crowd, and it's just really hard to get uh, to get where you're going. And Owen Wilson looks at him and goes, "It's hard." <laughs> and then Paul Thomas Anderson goes, "Yes." <laughs> and then he, that was it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yes. Yep. That was it. That's Love that. That was pretty great. Pretty great. Uh, but when he, and Paul Thomas Anderson had us smoking these like uh, fake joints, but it was just actually cigarettes. It was like tobacco. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And so the whole place was just like he wanted natural smoke. He didn't want to like use smoke machines. Yeah, because he's one of the best directors ever. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bag on him. I'm just saying <laughs> like that it. we had. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> To smoke these cigarettes, the whole, he was like, "Smoke, everybody smoke!" <laughs> 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 was smoking and just like coughing and just eating pizza because we had to eat pizza for this yeah. fake scene. And they kept bringing more and more pizzas out. He was like, "Smoke more!" What's funny is it's such a weird experience. You could turn this into like a weird like like Tales from the Crypt or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a director like, eat eating smoke, pizza. Eat pizza, smoke, eat pizza. Let's do this. Yeah, let's go. Everybody. Yeah. Anyways, the it was a fun oh, time. Yeah. Oh. And I have a cool story to tell. Yeah. 
Do you get any uh, merch or like do you get like you know like or not merch but you know there's like sometimes they have like hats or like no, you know okay. I mean, we we yeah. kind of it was they kind of just pushed us in to do yeah. the thing and then just pushed us out really did you, quick. Did you have to sign paperwork? We did have to sign paperwork okay. and we did have a, a like I ended up getting a check from them. Um, which like I was it a to. giant novelty check? No, that they I wish it was. Yeah. But they actually paid us pretty well for for what we did. That's, yeah, but, I mean, those for eating pizza and smoking, and smoking the entire time. And <laughs> well, and the growlers were on mushrooms the entire time too. So oh. They were just fucking totally out of their mind, <laughs> as they should be. Uh, if you were in the growlers and you want to tell your version of the story, email us at uh, <laughs> access on purpose podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who else is going to, like, well, you guys got to cast the rest of the band. Ooh, I could see maybe, what? like, old Norm MacDonald. Ooh, Norm MacDonald. Like, mustache. 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It has You're to talking about a young? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking young Norm. Okay, good. Uh, I have no idea for Chase. Probably, like, Josh Brolin or something. You know what? Josh Brolin, you know what? Actually, I know this might sound weird. Play Thanos. Thanos. Play Thanos, dude. <laughs> I could, I could, I could see even like a James Franco. Oh, I don't like maybe it's the mustache. Does he have a mustache? But he in for certain roles. Matt, do you feel any pressure to grow a mustache? No, I can't really. Sometimes really, I, it I, seems like you have some stubble now. It seems like it. I, it's, it comes in super thin. Sometimes I leave it, but like, it's I love like it. it's awesome. When have I grow a mustache or his mustache? His mustache. Okay, yeah, it's great. Dude, I wish you'd grow more. I didn't know you felt that way about my mustache. You know what? Why don't you just grow a mustache? Huh? Learning new things in this podcast. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I think you should do it. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna do it. Yes, I do feel oh. pressure to do it. Okay, <laughs> so mustache baron as of now. <laughs> okay, seriously, the question that uh, everyone has been building up to is: Where in Seattle do you like to get some coffee? Mm. You know, I brought this up on the last time I was on the podcast. Sure, bring it up again. Bedlam Coffee mm-hmm. in Belltown, Seattle. Uh, good spot. Cheap coffee. They recently went viral because uh, <laughs> I don't some like really weird right wing people put a bunch of like anti abortion posters up all over the place. And uh, there's on the just, inside, in in and around the store, oh, okay. and uh, there's a place for like flyering and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And there's a really great video of the owner uh, just like giving, oh, giving these people. I did business. see that. No, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that coffee shop and that video. Just the mm-hmm. owner, just like not, he's not gonna yeah. take it from these. Well, because they were having like a meeting, weren't they? They were having a meeting. Yeah, they, yeah. Had, they, they, they were like they flyering had, and then they went they into the yeah. meeting and yeah. it was just like, nope, you yeah. guys need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah. Aside from that, the coffee's really great. They also have really great iced tea in the afternoons. <laughs> but not in the mornings. Fuck you, you can't order it. <laughs> Uh, I, I usually go to broadcast. Oh, which one? Uh, the one over uh, in the CD. Mm-hmm. I live on mm-hmm. 15th and Fur, so I like that one. It's a nice one. That's yeah, good. It's, 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 it's all right. It's a good Pretty cup of java. Right. It's all right. Yeah. Other than that, I just drink it uh, every before. Daniel, where do you get your coffee? You know what? Honestly, we have, we've run out of time. We've run out of time. I really, out of time. I, I, I no, 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 we've, we have, have run, we have run out of time. I want to thank Daniel for uh, co-hosting. I want to thank everyone in feed. Thank you. Re, thank re, you. Re-watch Inherent Vice, all partly because it's a fucking great movie. 
um, and go to the Vermilion on May 31st. Yes. Go to City Arts and look up Feed and then get the track. I don't know. Go to our Bandcamp page. Yeah. Uh, feed Band? Band Feed. Band Feed. Anyways, uh, keep one uh, finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave. Thank you for listening. It's going to all be edited out. It's no, it's, it never happened. It never happened. It's going to be edited down to five minutes. A hot five. <laughs> That's the new name of the podcast, The Hot Five. The hot five. <laughs> uh, with Danny and Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> hot five. Hot five. Uh, so what's cooking tonight? <laughs>